we live in a world of easy distractions. So you can never show up too often. And for your people that are meant to vibe with you, for your people that you are supposed to find, they're looking for you too. What you are seeking is also seeking you. So by showing up as yourself consistently and regularly, like you, it's the law of attraction. You will find each other. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode here at the Life and Business Trailblazer community. I am your host, Daniela G, and this is... And Me? This is... <laughs> Latoya! Oh, Latoya B. Latoya B, and we are so glad that you are here embarking on another trail with us. Uh, today, we are so honored and excited to have uh, my new friend, actually our new friend, Chelsea Haynes, who is here to talk to us about trusting our gut. And uh, for some of us who have some gut issues, I'm actually very excited and, you know, certainly looking forward to learning more from you um, and more about what you do in this community. And so welcome to uh, the podcast, Chelsea. Thank you so much, Daniela and Latoya. It's really an honor to be here. I'm so super grateful for your time. And I too am excited to talk all the things, gut health and intuition and how they come together. <laughs> um, so typically before we um, officially uh, kick off the podcast, we have an icebreaker question. Um, and the purpose of this question is really just to get all of us really loose before we engage in a thought-provoking conversation. And so I will go ahead and turn the floor to Latoya, who will be posing today's question. So Chelsea, if you were given a chance to learn a new skill within an instant, what would it be? Definitely to play the drums. <laughs> <laughs> I love a good beat. There is nothing better than that feeling like through your body when the beat drops and when you can just move and groove and even just talking about it. I, 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 maybe I was a musician in a past life or maybe hopefully I will be in a future life. But if I could learn the drums like this or any instrument, I should say, but the drums primarily, that would be, that would be awesome. <laughs> wow. So is it, is it safe to say that you really enjoy dancing as well? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I've also learned that actually dancing and particularly uh, twerking, I'm really good at. And it oh. has gotten me through quarantine and it is a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, my like, I was just telling you that I really want to learn how to twerk. So maybe Chelsea, mm -hmm. you can. <laughs> yes, it is all about the chakras and just like letting it flow and not thinking, not overthinking it. Right. <laughs> um, I feel like for me, if I could learn any skill, oddly, I would love to, uh, I would love to actually learn how to get a British accent. I feel mm -hmm. like it's like the prettiest accent that I have heard. And so I would just like, I would love to be out here just saying, cheerio, hello. <laughs> so like, if I can accumulate anything, I think it would be a British accent. Awesome. <laughs> For me, I think if I can learn a new skill, it definitely would be forex trading. Forex yeah. trading. Um, See, she's got a smart skill over here. We're, <laughs> we're over here just like, we'll do our thing. Latoya's like, no, I'm going to learn a skill that's going to help me make money. <laughs> right, I need the money. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because I also believe too, like Latoya, you and I have talked about this as well. It's just like, Financial independence is a very important thing, especially for millennials. And so being that you're very uh, mon like money mindset uh, focused, it's a very, it's a very uh, beautiful thing to see, it, you know, especially in millennials nowadays is someone who is just focused about their future. So kudos to you. Kudos to you. So, um, all right, let's go ahead and jump into the segment of the show where I kind of just like read a little bit of your bio. And Chelsea, I definitely ask that you fill in any gaps that I have not covered. Um, but Chelsea Haynes is a gut health coach. Uh, she helps female entrepreneurs to heal their gut so they can trust their intuition and live the most downstream and abundant life while navigating all of the pressure of life with ease. 
And I loved reading this, especially because I sometimes have gut issues and I'm also a female entrepreneur. So being that you are focused on a very like niche industry is beautiful. And I certainly would love for you to kind of fill in the gaps because I'm sure there is more to you. Um, you seem to be a very free spirit and someone who is very intentional about what you do. So please fill us in on more on who you are, Chelsea. Awesome. Thank you so much for that, ladies. Um, yeah, it's really exciting to me when I, when I hear someone resonate with what I'm doing, because really for me, it's been a process of unlearning and undoing all of the beliefs and all of what I thought success, what I learned or what I thought success was growing up. And, you know, I grew up in an Irish Catholic family where we didn't really talk about feelings. We just drank them under the rug. And, you know, the, the path to success was go to college, eventually get married, have two and a half kids and a white picket fence, and then someday retire and be happy. <laughs> and, you know, my parents divorced when I was young. My mom had to file bankruptcy. We were near homeless for a little while. And I feel really grateful for my life experiences that led me down a journey of really having to dig deep into my own personal life traumas. And when I reflect back, a lot of those, what I now call like undigested emotions in my life, of course, very much pun intended, um, manifested as physical issues in my body. And you, I'm sure you ladies will relate to this as well as most of us can that if there are things that are happening in our life and we just brush them under the rug or we numb out from them or we are not coping with those stressors in a really healthy way, our body is going to react. And, you know, especially in a world just like what you said, Daniela and Latoya, your mindfulness, your money mindfulness is like so inspiring to me because growing up, I mean, I was, I was a little bit before the millennials, I'm an eighties baby, but still, you know, it's <laughs> not to age myself, but whatever. Um, having that money mindset was so important, you know, coming from a broken family, coming from homelessness, seeing the struggle of my single mother and two young children to this day, she still works two jobs 20 years later. It was so important for me to be able to rewrite that story. And part of that for me I think in becoming a yoga teacher and really starting to learn and understand the connection between mind, body, and spirit in a really cohesive and physical and visceral kind of way where I could really feel it in my body when I aligned my body to my emotions and you know my thoughts and my behaviors and my habits and all these different things, that I was never going to be able to reach the level of entre entrepreneurial success that I personally wanted in my life if I didn't take a hold of these physical things in my body that I was experiencing every single day. And for me, it manifested as autoimmune disease and rashes on my skin. So it was a very blatant thing. I felt all sorts of feelings around it and it was itchy and uncomfortable. And it just, it got to a point where it was like, man, I am waking up tired and already planning when I can go back to bed when my alarm goes off in the morning. You know, like I, if I don't do something about what's happening in my body, how can I possibly show up for anybody else in my life? And it's been an 11 year journey to discovering what that means. And I feel so grateful now that on the other side, I mean, my true calling and passion in this life is to help women heal and really to throw out that diet mentality and to really look at body positivity in a way that's, you know, we even dig deep into that because I think the diet culture that we've lived in is just, can be so toxic on so many levels and it doesn't have to be that way. Like we can be our whole selves and we can feel good in our skin and it doesn't matter how we look as long as we're feeling good. And if we're not feeling good, man, it's impossible to show up as a mother or an entrepreneur or a wife or you know, whoever, a daughter, a sister, a friend. How can I show up for anybody else if, if I can't even show up for myself? So that's, that's sort of like, I went on a little bit longer than I intended to, but that's, <laughs> that's really sort of where this passion has come from. And you know, moving forward now, I really help women on a one-on-one -on -one basis and also in group offerings, which of course allows it to be more affordable to be able to help more people and also to really have that impact. 
because for me, I love measurable results. I don't know about y'all, but like when I start on a journey, I like to be able to see the results and reap the rewards of my hard work. So I feel like if I had found somebody like me 10 years ago, it would have been a little bit of a different and maybe quicker journey, maybe not different, but maybe quicker journey. So that's where I'm at now. Yeah. And I love, I love something that you said um, in your response. And I think that for me, what I realized is that I used to associate like lack of expressing emotions only to Caribbean culture because I was born in Haiti, but I was raised in the States. And so growing up, my parents didn't really uh, show a lot of expression. Like you knew that they loved you, but they weren't like huggy fiddly, holding your hand, asking you how your day went. Like they weren't like that. Um, and so what I'm realizing and in, in, in kind of hearing you speak is that that's a universal thing. Like, I think that everyone in every single culture in some way has, has experienced that where someone in their family just didn't really express emotions. And what I'm realizing is that this affects us when we are growing into our adulthood, you know, stage where we, we sometimes may have like abandonment issues and we have hard times in, um, in, in kind of like staying in relationships, you know, with people because we're so we're so accustomed to the lack of something and so i just really like how you um express that this is something that i experience and so i'm learning that i also have to like show up for myself and it's just so beautiful it's a very beautiful message and like for me i resonate with that because i've experienced that in my life yeah thank you so much for that i'd love to add just a couple little things there if you don't mind i really feel like it's also a generational thing right when you think of our parents and our grandparents and our great-grandparents who came out of like great depressions you know scarcity mindset and the belief that you had to be tough and also the misunderstanding of psychological imbalances and the misunderstanding of something like anxiety or depression i think about my mom's mom right so that wasn't that long ago my nana she suffered from depression and especially after her husband of many years passed away and my parents my mom and her siblings only one generation above me didn't know what to do with her they just thought something's wrong and they literally sent her into what what they call the loony bin which is literally just like an inpatient living facility because her depression was undiagnosed and untreated but I think generationally, we are starting to now be able to open these vulnerable conversations where we can say, we have to express these emotions. The only way through them is straight through them. And yeah, my husband was born and raised in Nassau, Bahamas. His family, his mom's family are all deeply rooted Caribbean family. I can see that even in his mother and her family, that generational just, it's, it's, we don't feel a lot of the feels because we're, we're, I mean, at least for me, from what I can see, it's this perception that there's something wrong with us or that we're broken or that again, we have to put that like strong foot forward. And if we show vulnerability, then it means that we are weak or that we are incapable of handling our own part of my four letter word shit. Right. It's like, when really that's not the case. It's not the case at all. It's just a matter of we're all doing the best we can given the traumas that we've all experienced in life with the tools that we've been given. And some of us have not been given proper tools, right? So it's a matter of saying, okay, am I willing to reassess my tools for stress that, or my tools that I use to cope with stress? And am I interested in maybe throwing some old rusty ones away. And like I, like I like to say, you know, bringing in some shiny new pink ones, if that's what you vibe with, <laughs> you know, upgrading the software that we're operating from. And it, it, it definitely all starts with awareness. Honestly, ladies, like this whole journey, if, if anyone's listening to this and they're like, yeah, this, this is a cool conversation, I'm interested, but where do I begin? You have to start by just looking in the mirror and being willing to have a little bit of that real talk with yourself. And then step two is to forgive, man. You have to, have to, have to have compassion and forgiveness for your own experience. And then you got to choose something new. So you got to 
call a friend. You, I mean, you know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting different results, right? <laughs> you got to change the pattern. You can't heal in the condition that you got sick in. So that's where I come in. <laughs> you got you to gotta call help. You got to get a friend or a coach or a mentor or a pastor or a teacher or someone who's willing to get down in the ditch with you who can then eventually, you know, hold your hand and crawl out, but only when you're ready. Because I will say too, there is a lot of talk around uh, self-development and healing around the concept of positivity. And I do believe that if you're down there in the mud, trying to jump up to like the higher vibe feeling of gratitude and positivity, it may be too out of reach. It may be a too far of a jump if you're like really down in the trenches. And that's when it's really important to get vulnerable with someone who's willing to meet you with empathy. Because if you get real with someone who's not willing to meet you there, that can be really detrimental. That can push you further into the hole, right? Um, so being strategic with who you get vulnerable with and you know, maybe recruiting help and hiring someone to get, get down in there with you and y'all can roll around in the mud together until you're ready to crawl out. <laughs> I mean, I love, I love the direction that this conversation is heading into, and we're not even like in the in the meat of the <laughs> of the soup. Um, but I really love everything that you have said up to this point. And since we're talking about self awareness and we're talking about showing up for yourself, if you could describe yourself in three words, what would those three words be, and why? Mm. Ambitious. Um... not impulsive, but like, I like to go with the flow. So I'm trying to think of one word that just spontaneous. Yes, Latoya, thank you. Spontaneous, ambitious, and free. That's like, you know, the, yeah, the, and it's the three words that I kind of use as like the root of all of my business and everything about it is abundance, free and freedom. And there's another word there, which I can't remember right now, but abundance and freedom. So for me, you know, living that freedom and, and really embodying it, I think I'll add that to, to one of my descriptors, I think, because I think walking the walk is important. <laughs> so Latoya and I have actually done this exercise with other um, guests on the show. And so for me, um, I will actually change it up. And so if I would describe myself in three words, it would be tenacious, it would be passionate, and it would be forgiving. I love that. Oh, I love that, Daniela. So, okay. Yeah, I'll switch it up as well. <laughs> um, oh, it's difficult. Right? Okay. Well, I, I, like the, I like the one that Chelsea gave. So I want to also use free. Yes. Um, understanding and compassionate. I think yeah. I'm very compassionate, understanding, and free. Yes. I love that. I love that so much. And I think that like what I'm what I'm realizing in like this moment of quarantine is that this period in my life has forced me to really like look within mm. and I I'm learning so much more about myself and the impact that I want to leave when it comes to legacy and I am journaling now and I feel like that has helped me tremendously and I'm just being more intentional about relationships that I'm building. I'm being intentional about choices that I make, what I eat, how I dress, what I look like. And so I feel that if anyone has not taken full advantage of this quarantine period to really like work on self, then they're doing themselves a great disservice because we have the time to really think and process our experiences. And for me, I am taking the time to really work on me I feel that again if I cannot serve myself how can I be of service to other people right that's what I've learned that's what I've learned I think that the quarantine definitely has taught a lot of people that they maybe need more skills or traits than they thought they could um survive on you know like for me, I picked up some new hobbies that was able to make me some extra cash so I'm like okay and you know other people they, I'm sure so many other people had to learn another way of making some type of income or just rely on whatever the government decides to pass out to them. 
like um, the stimulus checks or what is it, um, unemployment or whatever other forms of um, ways to survive. So um, Chelsea, so since this podcast is about trailblazing and forging a new trail for your business and personal life, how would you say you forge a new trail on a daily basis? Ooh, well, I'll have to back it up a little bit before we can get to the daily basis, because I think a really important piece of that trail was, uh, and, and actually, this is something that you shared earlier, Daniela, about how we self-sabotage based on our experiences in life. And I was married and divorced already in my mid and then late 20s. And part of that, I do believe, was pushing away the thought that a marriage actually could last forever. I'm happy to report that I'm now happily remarried and that, you know, but that also, thank you. But part of getting to that was trailblazing, right? Was just taking, again, everything that I thought to be true about myself and the life that I was living it, I had to just throw that whole book away. And it was a process of, like I said, unlearning. So it was this process of letting go of that, you know, chasing just the paycheck. So I love what you said, Latoya, about using this time to get creative. And same with you, Danielle, about using this time to really look in the mirror and not do it in a way of like, man, I'm trying to put pressure on myself. That's unrealistic. But rather like, man, we just manifested all this time that we always complain about not having. (laughs) So like... Let's take advantage of that. And when I reflect back, you know, the trailblazing now on a daily basis was built on my non-negotiables, which came after years of throwing out everything that was no longer serving me, right? Every, all of the beliefs, all of the values, all of the things that, again, I thought that I was striving towards because I thought that that was the definition of success that were really just holding me back. And I was trying to conform into what society wanted me to be. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And after I got divorced was really when I said, all right, honey, it's time. It's time to dig deep because there are some things in my life that I had not healed. And it was very obvious after I got divorced and I quit my job and I sold all my belongings and I had to find a new home for my cat. That was like the hardest part of the whole thing. (laughs) And I chose to embark on a journey. And what that journey looked like was renting a car and moving from Charleston, South Carolina after living there for 11 years and establishing myself as a yoga teacher. And I went to college there and it was, my whole life was there. And I went to Fort Lauderdale on a whim, hoping and praying that the stars would align and they would for me to teach yoga on private super yachts. And that was five years ago. And that, you know, that taking that leap and I think blazing that new trail for myself and just saying, you know what, I'm going to rewrite the book and I'm going to do it right now. And I'm going to do it fearlessly, of course, with like mindfulness involved though. Right. So I had a plan set up a loose plan Uh, And I just trusted that if I followed through on that loose plan and trusted my gut and trusted God, that timing would be divine. And it, and it, I mean, you guys, it was so divine. It was bizarre almost like it was, could not have been more godly timing of stepping into. And when I say godly, you know, whatever you believe in that power that is greater than us, I allowed myself to walk that path. And I put, to, put my own agenda to the side and just surrendered and said, okay, here I am. These are the gifts that you've given me. I'm willing to walk the path and I'm willing to let you lead me. And y'all, I've traveled the world on private super yachts. I met my husband. I've launched a successful business and now I'm traveling the world. We're currently in Playa Carmen, Mexico, like just living our best life. <laughs> so... Yeah. I mean, I say it now and it sounds kind of like fluff. I mean, there was a lot of digging that I had to do to get there. Right. So I think you guys would probably will relate to this. Like when you are blazing a new trail, it often requires clearing the path. (laughs) You got to get the shovel and, you know, dig all the, you know, like cut the branches. Yeah, exactly. Ax your way through the forest because when you're in it, you can't see the forest through the trees. Uh, and again, that's where kind of like, man, if I had had 
the hindsight to be able to hire someone at the time with the information that now I have, I might have gotten here a little bit quicker, but of course there's, there's no regrets. And that's why I'm passionate now to help teach other women how to do the same, to do it quickly and efficiently, because why waste all that time? <laughs> and I really feel that sometimes like when we are in alignment to what the universe wants for us, things just happen so effortlessly and it confirms that this is where we're supposed to be at that given time. So I'm so glad that everything worked out for you. Thank you. And, you know, it, I could have never predicted it. And I think that was, you know, it, it shines light to another important conversation and even to your daily trailblazing. And that's mind your expectations, right? So my expectations at the time were show up, don't give up and, you know, lean into my strengths. I knew I had proof in my life that I was a hard worker and I was willing to do what I had to do to make it happen. And if I just kept leaning into my strengths as an individual and a leader and um, an asset to a team, I just knew that whatever the outcome was, it was meant to be. So, you know, now on your daily basis, you know, to answer your question, Latoya, to make it a little bit more re relevant to the daily trailblazing, I think it's a really important lesson to carry over and that's to mind your daily expectations, right? So I tried to build my every day on small bricks and small wins that I can celebrate because I know myself. And if I tried to accomplish all of the big goals in one day, it most likely is not going to happen. And then inevitably my subconscious brain, like all of ours, will seek proof of the limiting beliefs that are keeping you playing small, right? right. So if I, if I believe that, oh, I'm not somebody who follows through on projects that I start, then I set you know, these big grandiose expectations for the day, and that's to wake up at 5 a.m. and go run a 10K and do all these things. And I'm like, all right, before I even wake up, I've set myself up for failure because <laughs> that doesn't work for me. Right. So this kind of like steps it into a lot of what does trailblazing mean to me and what that means and what I help my clients do is to define it for you. Like, ladies, your trailblazing is going to be different than mine. So my intention is to hold space for you to define it for you and to throw away all of the things that society has taught you of what your path should look like. Right. And then we start shooting all over ourselves and I should do this and I should do that. <laughs> so we just throw that out the window and say, well, actually, what do I desire to do? I desire to have the freedom in the morning to sleep in if I want to, or to wake up and journal if I want to, which means in order to do that, I have to go to bed early the night before. And in order to do that, I have to reverse engineer my wind down routine. Because I desire to start my clients at 10 a.m. during the day because that's when my brain is like awake and alert. So, you know, it's, it's setting myself up in alignment with my desires and then removing the conditions that are going to block me from getting to those desires and reverse engineering what that looks like. <laughs> mm -hmm. So something you said that was actually really poignant to me is that we have to lean into our strengths. How many, how many of us actually compare ourselves to other people, meaning that we're so focused on what we're lacking that we forget that we're actually very strong in this area. I do it. I still do it. I'm, I have done it. Um, and I will continue to do it, I think, um, until I can actually get to a place where I can fully lean on my strength and really be cemented in who I am. And that is, and that is a daily journey for me. I think it's, I think it's a daily effort for everyone who's trying to become better. Um, it's not falling into that trap of looking at what you lack and not focusing on what you're actually really, really good at. And I think that the moment that we can actually change our thinking to focus on what we're good at, I think that we can actually experience a better life because honestly, when we are physically stressed about our situations, about life, that affects us personally, right? And so I want to tie this back into gut health, right? And how, how is gut health, I guess, tied to like your life outcome? 
not yeah. not in like a health perspective but just more of like a mindset perspective like how is someone that has bad gut health uh i guess tied to a negative outcome if you will mm. i you love that question yeah <laughs> yeah definitely i love it and what's coming through for me and something that i teach my clients is to start to reframe our relationship with our own body right so the aches and pains and symptoms that you might be experiencing are not because you're broken. They're not because you've done something wrong. And yes, I will say, by the way, that compare and despair cycle is what I call it. And thank you, social media, for making it so freaking easy, right? The compare and despair cycle is definitely going to prolong silencing your own strengths, right? So really reevaluating your relationship with that compare and despair cycle. And even if it means unfollowing everybody on your Instagram list and only like consuming content that is inspiring and reminding you that you are perfect. Like not only is your, I mean, your divine higher self is so perfect. That's, I, I want to say that's obvious. Maybe that's not obvious for many people, but it, it, I'm telling you, it's true. <laughs> like your soul is perfect. So this ties into gut health because what I want to share with that is that your body is also perfect. And if you are experiencing aches and pains and symptoms, it's the reframe there is this is unexpressed desires within you. This is something within your voice. This is one of your strengths that you have suppressed, right? So and especially in our gut. So our gut is like, maybe you've heard of the gut brain connection, right? I can even give you a little science here, which I won't go too down that path because I can get really excited about it. But when we are being created in the womb, of course we come from two cells that come together and then they multiply and multiply and multiply. But what science is learning that actually the cells that actually multiply and create and form our digestive system and our brain are the exact cells that separate and create those two areas. So they're, they're literally from the same thing. They even look the same. If you look at your intestines and your brain, they're two like gray, soft, wiggly things, <laughs> which do a lot of the same things, right? So backing that up, where there is unexpressed emotions in our life, where we literally swallow down our desires and we silence our emotions or we have unexpressed trauma in our life, we swallow them down and they land in our body. So this is kind of where the gut, the gut brain connection comes into play as well as like the mind body soul connection comes into play. So to reframe and to kind of answer from a mindset perspective, those gut issues, again, are not, it's not because there's something wrong for, with you, right? We live in a society that we are sort of set up for failure from the get-go, right? As far as the processed food and the toxins in our furniture that off-gas and in our cleaning products and in our products that we use on our skin and our hair. It's like, we're, we live in a world that we, we have to choose to be mindful of how we're navigating it. And if you are experiencing physical symptoms in your body, it may just be an untapped power that you haven't tapped into yet. So it can kind of shift that feeling of scarcity and lack, and there's something wrong with me, and I'll never be able to figure this out, and these doctors aren't helping me, and I'm feeling like I'm going crazy down this journey of like figuring out what's wrong with me to okay, let me reframe this. The mindset here is actually my body's trying to communicate with me. My body doesn't have words. My body has sensations, right? The five senses, taste, touch, hear, sight, and smell, plus our sixth sense that's really trying to chime in. But if my five senses are screaming at me in some way, I'm feeling itchy or I'm struggling to hear or my tongue is tasting weird, right? If my five senses are off, how can my sixth sense try to move through those very visceral feelings, right? It's like, what do we have the most control over? And those are the things that I can, that I can see, touch, taste, hear, and smell, <laughs> right? That is the human experience, right? But we are spiritual beings having a human experience. 
So coming back to, you know, to answer kind of that, the mindset of, man, we focus so much on what's going wrong. We focus so much on what we don't have. Again, this isn't your fault. This is, you know, the society that we have been, all of us, the global collection of the 21st century, right? We live in a world where we are just, we can't see past our own lens, right? And that's not your fault. Trauma is not your fault, but it is your responsibility to heal, right? So you can start by, again, shifting that focus. It's the first question I ask every single one of my clients. When we first start working together and on every single call, what are we celebrating today? And it's different. It has a different energy. It has a different vibe than what am I grateful for today? Now, don't get me wrong. A gratitude, an attitude of gratitude is life-changing, right? A gratitude practice can help us to really shift. Like, and if you're struggling with a gratitude practice, like, I'm grateful for this clean water that I'm drinking that many people in the world don't have access to, right? Never mind the fact that I'm grateful for this technology that I'm able to connect with you on that even more people don't have access to, right? So it's not, again, even that is not a comparison thing, which sometimes gratitude can turn into a comparison thing even. Oh, but if, how can I be grateful for this when there's so many other people suffering? A little bit of a different topic. But when I ask, what are you celebrating today, right? It's this like, man, I'm celebrating that it's sunny outside. I'm celebrating that I was able to move and groove with my body in a way that felt good. I'm celebrating that my kid got up and brushed his teeth without me having to strangle him first, (laughs) right? It brings us back to the small wins. And this is how we pave, we lay down the foundation for a strong, um, mindset that really we do need in order to blaze that new trail, whatever it is that you may be trying to do. Chelsea, you definitely gave me a new favorite quote. What are you celebrating today? Yes. That is my yes. new favorite quote. Yes. Um, uh, one of our past, one of our past visitors um, did give me a great quote. It was done is better than perfect. And I have been living by that for everything. I yes. That is a good quote. And yours, what are you celebrating today? Thank you so much. That, that actually, same LaToya, that exact quote when I was launching my podcast, when I was launching my business, even every day when I'm like, okay, I got to send an email out to all these people now. It's like, done is better than perfect. <laughs> and for any female entrepreneur, I'm sure we can all relate to that feeling of like, but it needs to be perfect in order to get it out there. It's like, you know what? I think people would rather have my email sent from me with a typo in it than, you know, through some, through not at all, right? (laughs) Done is better than perfect. I love that too. So what type of health tips do you have for for our listeners? I love this. So one of my, I have three really great things that are free that you can do. I say things, three great tips really that you can start doing literally today that are free, that don't involve changing anything about your life except for just creating awareness about awareness about these three things. So the first one is um, one of the most life-shifting things in regards to gut health for me and for most of my clients is simply honor, hunger, and fullness. So if you can look at, like, let's think about a gas tank, right? I don't necessarily need to put more gas in when I'm at half tank. I need to put it in maybe when the red light turns on. So something that I work on with my clients is learning the signs of hunger, which most of us don't even know. Like if I were to ask someone off the street right now, what's the first sign that you're getting hunger? They'd be like, what the hell are you talking about? (laughs) Right, And oftentimes we think like, oh, well, I know I'm hungry when my stomach starts to gurgle. But in reality, if we dig a little bit deeper, that's probably not the first sign that my body needs food. The first sign is probably a little emptiness in my belly. Or maybe it's just a fleeting thought of what's for lunch. <laughs> or you know, maybe it's um, a headache. 
right? Sometimes we start to feel, or maybe it's like a little dizziness, that low blood sugar feeling. So really starting to honor your signs of hunger and getting really real about, am I actually hungry for food or am I hungry for something else in my life? When I go to the refrigerator, am I hungry for sweetness? Am I hungry for intimacy? Am I hungry for comfort? Am I hungry to numb out? Like that's a thing too, right? Um, so really honoring that, am I hungry for some kind of emotional fix or am I actually hungry in my body and what does that look like? Mm -hmm. And it goes for both levels, right? Also honoring fullness. So I'm sure you can all relate, I know I can, to that feeling of eating, like filling up the gas tank over full. Where like, all right, honey, the all you can eat buffet was really fun, but now you need to unbutton my pants because I can barely walk out of here. <laughs> Right. right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is fun sometimes, but we all kind of know that feeling of like, oh, I, I pushed it a little bit too far. Right. So this is not about deprivation. So you should, again, honor hunger. Right. This is not about being hungry. This is not about feeling satiated. This is about honoring fullness, though, and not getting to that point of, too full because then the digestive system it's like it's like throwing a bunch of logs on top of a campfire the next morning when the fire is not a roaring fire anymore it's just little embers what's going to happen if i just pile a bunch of logs on top they're never going to burn and they're just going to ferment and it's going to smell and then i wonder why i'm bloated and it smells like something just crawled up my bum and died. <laughs> well, like the, my digestive fire was not strong enough to burn down all the logs that I was putting on it. So honoring hunger and fullness. So the second two tips are kind of in a line with that. That's why that's the first and foremost one. Okay. So how do I honor fullness? And that is simply to chew your food. It is the most basic simple thing that we can start doing literally right now. Our digestion starts in our mouth. It's why God gave us teeth, right? Our stomach doesn't have teeth. So if I can give my stomach acid the most, like the best opportunity to break down the food once it's there, I'm, I'm, already, I'm already winning, right? I'm already doing something better to fight off any toxins that I could possibly have consumed by accident, any bugs that I don't want to consume by accident. If I chew them up, long enough in my mouth, then my stomach acids in theory are strong enough to kill off any parasites or to eliminate bacteria and to properly absorb nutrients. If I'm eating that really expensive whole foods meal, but I'm not chewing my food, no matter what, my digestive system is gonna struggle to absorb those nutrients. So it's kind of like, why even bother? So chew your food. Guys, how many times do you think, this is always so fun, what do you think is the average chew per bite? 50. 50, okay. Let's try it. How about you? Think, think about this for you. When you're eating a meal, how many times do you take a bite and chew before you swallow? The average person. Oh, for maybe me, five to 10. I don't chew a lot. I just like chew maybe like 20 times and then I swallow. <laughs> Y'all are way above the game. The average is three chews. Chew, 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 swallow. <laughs> I think it depends on the food. Definitely. I mean, if it's mashed potatoes, I can probably get away with it. But, <laughs> but when you think about what mashed potatoes looks like, it's already broken down for me, right? So during that time, chew, chew, chew. I've already got my next bite ready. Swallow. Chew, chew, chew. Swallow. Chew, chew. Like, it happens so fast. <laughs> so the goal is 32 bites per chew 32 That's bites per chew. it's it and it, it feels like a lot right when you say it you're like damn sounds like bubble gum yeah <laughs> like two and 32 times you will be shocked the next time you take a bite of something please and send me a message because i'm so curious about how it goes like <laughs> i wish i had an apple here i i Next time I should make sure everyone has an apple next to them because you can chew it 32 times and then swallow and you're like, oh my God, I had no idea that that was even a possibility. So that is like, those are the top two most basic life shifting things for gut health. And then the last one is to eat a 20 minute meal. So the, the last one kind of, again, backs up to 
how do I honor hunger and fullness? And how do I eat mindfully? How, you know, how can I remember to chew my food 32 times? And that's to set a timer. So it takes 20 minutes for your brain to process that you are full. 20 minutes for that connection to make, to make that connection. <laughs> so you, it can be helpful to remember to slow it down and chew your food if you set a little, and I say set a timer. That's only, that's just like an awareness thing, right? Like, again, it probably in reality takes me like four minutes to eat a meal, if that, <laughs> maybe five. So if I really sit down and eat mindfully and enjoy the flavors and chew my food and smell the smells, it's a lot easier to eat that 20 minute meal. So those are my top three life shifting gut health tips that you can implement literally at dinner tonight. <laughs> I love it. I have a quick question, Latoya. So yes. um, I have a very quirky question. So I have heard people in the Caribbean say that um, when you are yawning constantly, that means that you're hungry. How true is that? Interesting. You know, I'm not really sure. It could be one of your signs of hunger, right? And this is where I really help women tap into like, what are my signs of hunger? So what that tells me, for example, if you're yawning a lot, maybe you have low blood sugar right now. So maybe you're kind of on like the blood sugar roller coaster where we get these like peaks and valleys where during the course of the day, we're feeling super amped up. And then other times of day, we're feeling like, man, I am just like yawning and I'm tired, right? So that could be a sign of hunger for you. For some people, it might not be, right? But that low energy, I do think for many of us is probably on that spectrum somewhere of I need energy, right? So when we look at food as energy and food as nourishment for our body, what are the signs that I'm starting to get low energy? And it makes sense that yachting definitely could be one of those signs. What are your thoughts about detox? Mm, I love this. So I would love to share if it feels okay for you ladies that I do have, I guess what you would consider a detox program. Um, and the reason why I don't call it a detox is because the body, again, is made perfectly. Our liver, our kidneys, our adrenals, our stomach and intestines and large, and colon, large intestines and colon are all perfectly good at absorbing nutrients and detoxing on its own. So the mindset that I like to approach health and wellness with is that if we are operating from a baseline of rest and digest, this is the opposite of fight or flight. Maybe you've heard of fight or flight, right? We all know that feeling of like stressed AF, right? Most of us operate there, right? Our lives, our families, traffic, bosses, partners, kids, whatever, in-laws, right? All of those things that, yeah, have us up here. If we are operating from a baseline of rest and digest, this is the parasympathetic nervous response, then I lost my train of thought. What was the question? About detox. Think about detox. detox. Thank you. If we are operating, thank you. If we are operating from a baseline of rest and digest, our body will naturally detox every day. That's why we poop every day. That is detox. And if you're not pooping every day, and if you feel uncomfortable talking about poo, sorry, not sorry, I'm a gut health coach, it was gonna happen. <laughs> and if you're not pooping every day, that means that your body is not efficiently detoxing. So in regards to detox, it could be helpful to amp up that system. So my program is called the Gut Health Reset because we don't want to do anything to our body that is too harsh or too extreme. Because guess what? When we do that, it's going to bring us up to that fight or flight response. Right. If we are too harsh or too extreme, we're, we're going to be up here. And in this state, we cannot heal. We cannot detox despite all of our teas and efforts that we're trying to do. We cannot lose weight despite all of the militant exercise that we're doing. If we are stressed AF, our result, results will be in vain. It's just we're not going to get that real healing. So for me, I approach detox by 
amping up our natural ability to do that. So what that means is in my 14 day program, it's an inflammatory elimination protocol. It's 14 days where we say, okay, I'm going to create a safe container with a certified trained professional health coach within a group of women who are doing this with me. So it's that safe container to get vulnerable, to get real, to talk about the hardships, to share new recipes, because let's keep it real. Like that support is everything, right? And to do it with each other is life-changing. And when we have that support, when we eliminate those environmental toxins, this is when our body starts to operate in rest and digest. It's kind of like the backdoor way of throwing lighter fluid on our natural digestive fire. If we can give our body the opportunity to heal naturally while we sleep and to detox as well naturally via our liver and our kidneys and our digestive system, I don't have to be extreme. And in fact, being extreme is going to send me the opposite way. So yeah, if anyone is interested in this, you know, my program, I launch it three times a year. Um, I'm grateful to be able to share it here with you ladies, if that feels okay. Uh, we launch May 26th. So depending on when this podcast launches, we may be in the right timing or not, but the next one will be in the fall. And that's exactly what it is. It's a safe container to get vulnerable and to heal and to really amp up my, our own natural ability to cleanse to heal and to start pooping every single day because <laughs> that's the goal. <laughs> oh, you're on mute. You're on mute. Are they are are there three free tips that you would like to share with the audience on growing the authentic community? Yes, I love that. I mean, community is everything, is it not? I <laughs> like we are tribal people. We belong amongst each other, which, you know, we'll also add, of course, at the time that we're recording this, we are amongst the COVID-19 pandemic and being isolated is definitely, I think it's gotten to that point, regardless, I'm so glad I'm not the one having to make decisions of what the right thing to do moving forward is, because it is not an easy decision. But all I know is that the community and the authenticity is so important to connect. So let's see, a couple tips on building that community. Just share your process. That is it. When I think about what I did to share my community of women, I just was authentic myself. I shared my process vulnerably um, and I showed up consistently. So be authentic and be consistent. You know, we live in a world of easy distractions. So you can never show up too often. And for your people that are meant to vibe with you, for your people that you are supposed to find, they're looking for you too. What you are seeking is also seeking you. So by showing up as yourself consistently and regularly, like you, it's the law of attraction. You will find each other. And I guess the last tip is, yeah, is just to trust that, to trust that by being authentic at yourself, sharing your own story, rewriting your own path in a way that feels most authentic to you and sharing that consistently, and then trusting that those two things are going to find, are going to lead you to finding your people, then you can't go wrong. <laughs> it's actually so much so where I operate that when I see some for ex someone, for example, like, I don't know, unsubscribe from my email list or something like that, I truly, and it's gotten, trust me, and this is where like the comparison thing and the feelings of I'm not good enough, it's daily work. Mm -hmm. I truly have a point where I say, you know what? Thank you for that unsubscribe because if you're not vibing with what I'm sharing, then why, like, thank you for taking that empowered action to clear that clutter from your inbox because I don't want to add clutter to your life. That's not my intention. <laughs> so thank you for the unfollow or for the unsubscribe, because what that tells me is that the people that are meant for me, there's more room for them. <laughs> it's the abundance mindset, like at the root of it. Yeah. And you said uh, what you are seeking is actually seeking you. I love that. That's beautiful. Yeah. Really thank beautiful. you. What is made for you will not miss you, man. That train will come storming in the front door. 
there you go. And you know, Chessie, we can actually talk to you all day. I know, I can't believe we're already, <laughs> it went by so quick. <laughs> we have to do this again. Yes, for sure. Oh, for definitely. Sure. We have to. So we're now going to actually head into the segment of our show that is called Inspiration Avenue, cool. which is where you will share a quote or adage that resonated with you in your life. And then you will share why that quote or adage was impactful. Yes. So one of the big life-shifting books that I've ever read is called The Alchemist by Paolo Coelho. Are you ladies familiar with The Alchemist? I've read it. Yes. Oh, uh, Latoya, you will love it. It's, it's a quick read. It's an easy read. It's a fictional story, but it has so many deep layers of a boy who has gone on a journey to find treasure and uh, the journey that he had to go to in order to find his treasure. And it's just such a beautiful comparison for any woman who's really, because for me, my treasure is my true self, right? And my treasure is my like, my most aligned, authentic self. Mm -hmm. So the comparisons of being able to go on the journey of life and of course, hindsight is everything to be able to reflect back and say, yeah, that all happened for this purpose for me to be able to find my treasure. And of course, I mean, even before that, my treasure is God and, and of course my husband too. <laughs> but in order to find him, I had to find my, me <laughs> first, right? Um, so to answer your question, the quote that I have on my email and that really resonates to me is simply, a life without cause is a life without effect. And that is by Paulo Coelho. Thank you. I'm not sure if it's from The Alchemist or not. Yes, yes, same. A life without cause is a life without effect. And uh, it gives me goosebumps. You know, that man I could just quote all day, every day. He's brilliant. But if, he, if we don't have a purpose in this life, you know, for me, when I reflect back, I, I want to be able to say that I left footprints in the sand and in people's hearts. And I want to say I lived a life on my own terms and not by anybody else's. And yeah, in order to do those, I, I, I have to have a purpose, you know, something driving me to inspire me to, you know, that to get up every day and to show up and hopefully that effect will, will, will happen. <laughs> so many gems today. Like yeah. I'm telling you, we can talk to you forever. Like I had to snap. Because it's just so beautiful. It's just so beautiful. Thank you. I love that you said that because reading reading poetry is actually something that's. I have to say next next to drums, one of my other favorite like skills. I wish I could just be really good at is just like reading poetry and spoken word. It is just oh, it speaks to my soul every time I see it live. I'm like, oh, that is just so good. <laughs> So Chelsea, please, please tell our listeners where they can find you online. And you talked about your um, gut reset program that's coming up. And so we're going to make sure to plug that into the show notes, but please tell our listeners where they can find you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you holding the container for me to, to be able to share my passion. And my website was recently launched. I worked really hard on it in the first few months of the year. So I've launched chelseahainescoaching.com. From there, you can go to my offerings where you can find all the info on the gut health reset. You can also dive into what it looks like to work with me one-on-one. -on -one. You can also connect with me to all my social media outlets on there. Of course, on, on Instagram, I'm the Chelsea Haynes. And I'm quite active on LinkedIn and Facebook as well, all Chelsea Haynes. Uh, but my website is pretty much the one-stop shop. You can also find my podcast there. It's called Let's Start Health. So I think that's probably the main good hub that you can go to to dive into all the things. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing. And when it comes to the Life and Business Trailblazer podcast, you can find us on all social media platforms at T-H-E-L-B trailblazer pod and if you have any questions or suggestions please reach out to us via email our email is t-h-e-l-b trailblazer pod at gmail.com and as we say in every single episode embark forge new trails and conquer until next time guys bye 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 <laughs>